listening to the Good News Project podcast with Matt Jackson. You can send Matt feedback, topic suggestions, and prayer requests at goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com. Here's your host, Matt Jackson. Welcome to the Good News Project podcast. My name is Matt Jackson. You know, I'm not ready to say that I learn a lot more from my students than they learn from me, but I will say that I learn plenty of things from my students. I do not really have an interest in updating my clothing styles or today's music necessarily, certainly not up on my TikTok dances, but I do like to know what my students are up to outside of the classroom so that I can possibly teach into their interests to increase engagement. At the beginning of every year, I have students fill out an information sheet that tells me about their own perceived strengths, weaknesses, and things they like to do outside of school. This getting to know the students thing has been really difficult this year when half of my students are virtual, meaning I only see them on a computer screen, if at all. One of the ways that I've been able to allow my virtual students to express their personality, as well as allow me to get to know them better, is I had them each choose their own background wallpaper for their Zoom screen. Some students have a picture of themselves. Some students have travel photos. There's a wide variety of things to see. Well, one day a few weeks ago in my government class, a student had a background screen of a Pokemon character. I asked the students if he collected the cards or watched the movie, and he said yes. I told him that my son also collected the cards, but that he didn't know how to play. Then I mentioned to him that when I was in high school, I nerded out on this game called Magic the Gathering. I asked him if he had ever heard of it, and he said, yes, I play that too. I was dumbfounded. This game still existed after 25 years? He asked me if I still had my cards, and I thought for a moment. I thought that I might have them buried in a closet somewhere, and sure enough, that night, I looked in this giant secret closet near my oldest son Luke's room, and there were my magic cards in clear plastic sheets and a Houston Astros binder. The next day, I mentioned to my student that I had found my cards, and I mentioned the names of some of the cards that I had remember being really good cards. He said that I might be sitting on a gold mine and that he would love to take a look at them. Turns out that the kid's dad runs all the Bedrock City comics and game shops in Houston. So I was able to take my cards over there and have them evaluated. Sure enough, I had some really good stuff. So long story short, I decided to put my collection up on eBay and auction it off. Ten days later, my collection that I might have invested $100 to $150 in as a teenager sold for $7,600. I mean, wow. But before you paint me as the most talented stock trader since Gordon Gecko in Wall Street, just know that I've discovered that my baseball park card collection from the 1980s is barely worth the cardboard it's printed on. Oh, well, you can't win them all. But I will say that the sale of my magic cards has given me this idea that I can somehow pick out a bunch of old stuff and sell it on the internet 
And I might have gone to an estate sale the other day, and I might have bought a box of old trading cards. I probably spent too much on it, and it probably will not net me back the money that I spent on them. But it was kind of fun to look through some of these old cards, see a Barry Bonds rookie card, see a Peyton Manning rookie card, see a complete set of Kmart cards that don't even exist anymore from 1982 and also got a worthless collection of Dallas Cowboy cheerleader cards from the 1980s. I imagine when my son's a teenager, he will get a kick out of those. So whatever will I do with this unexpected windfall of cash? Well, I've I've got plans. For one thing, I think I am going to buy some equipment to make this podcast a little more professional. I realize that the audio on this podcast is not the best in the world. I don't really think I ever intend to do this full time. But I have a friend who is in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. His name is Rowdy Yates. And he used to be the afternoon DJ on FM 100 KILT back when it was a real country station, not whatever that station is today. Anyway, he hits me up on Facebook or texts me on my phone maybe every other week. And he asks me when I'm going to step up and make my podcast sound professional. And I admit, the audio quality could be better. Perhaps I need to have some personal pride in my production. I'm also planning on testing my newly minted vaccine-infused body with a spring break trip to Las Vegas. I have not been to Sin City since 2014. And I actually have a good excuse, if you'll believe this. It turns out that the $25 ticket that I'm holding worth $1,025, courtesy of one Thomas Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks, can no longer be mailed into Las Vegas because the Venetian sold its mailing service to another entity so I can only collect my money in person. So I'll be in Vegas, masked up, of course, for the first couple of days of the NCAA tournament, And I'm planning on keeping a running journal or diary of what Vegas is like in the time of COVID, just in case any of you are itching to get traveling again. What will I do with the other five, six thousand dollars or so? I have no idea. Maybe I'll spring for a family summer vacation. Or if you've got a suggestion, I'm all ears. Hit me up on Twitter at MJ, the number four sports at MJ Four sports. Or you can always email me at goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com. I wanted to share with you this week a tool that I have been using to help keep myself intentional about reading God's Word and staying in God's Word. I will give full credit to my church, the Bridge Fellowship, who helped get me hooked on this. Now, I know this is nothing new, and maybe 75% of you are already using this, but I have been diligently following biblical reading plans through the website mybible.com. It's a website and an app, and it's super easy and user-friendly. I started using it the last three weeks of January when our church went on a 21-day prayer fast. And I found the website so helpful and as such a great compliment to my book Bible that I have just continued to utilize it. There are all kinds of reading plans with a variety of lengths in terms of days and subject matters. And let me tell you, it is absolutely addictive and habit-forming in a good way. 
Getting on my Bible app and website is one of the first things I do each morning, and it just gets my day off on the right foot. Right now, I am in the middle of a 30-day study of the book of Psalms and Proverbs. I love both of these books because their scope is so vast and it covers so much of what God is and what he does for those who follow him and what he can do to those who do not. I think it is an interesting and not an accident that God took two of the most flawed and easy-to-judge individuals, Paul in the New Testament and David in the Old Testament, and he probably used them more so to further his kingdom than anyone not named Jesus Christ. Paul murdered the very people he would end up pushing for salvation. And David, well, he kind of had the roller coaster of all roller coaster lives. A real human experience with significant highs like smiting Goliath, but also the ultimate of sins, murder and adultery, and abuse of power. And yet, God did not abandon him. God was always with him. David's story seems so distinct because of the extremes between the highs and the lows. But in reality, it's just like us. We all have the same pulls of sin on our lives. And it's when we are trying to convince ourselves that we are above sin, that we are above reproach, that sin gets us. I've seen it happen in my own life so many times when I thought my professional status meant that I could overlook my marriage, that somehow notoriety should supersede my commitment to my spouse, to give her the attention that she deserves and that God expects. The good news is sin was overcome by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we too can overcome the frequency of sin if we can be consistent in seeking God's direction. Psalm 25.4 says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. You're not walking your own path. It's God's path for you. And that's a key distinction. When you turn away from God's path, you turn your back on God. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Why would we ever make a critical decision in our lives without the wisdom and guidance of God? God's path is always revealed to you in due time. Be patient. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. In Psalms 48, 14. That, my friends, is truly good news. For something to watch this week, I have heard so many good things about the long-awaited Coming to America sequel, and I can promise you by the time you have listened to this podcast, I will have watched this movie with my wife. The original was one of my all-time favorite comedies, and it looks like they have reunited the majority of the cast, at least, though, at least those that are still living. So Coming to America 2, check it out. I think you will enjoy it. As always, I really appreciate your feedback. I appreciate you sharing the podcast with others. We're being heard in so many countries across the world and by more than half the states in the United States of America. Remind people to listen to the podcast. They can do so on the Buzzsprout site. They can also check it out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. 
appreciate you helping me share the good news each week. And a reminder, if there's anything that I can be praying about in your life, you can email me, goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter, at MJ, the number four sports. That's MJ4sports. Thank you so much for listening again this week. Until next week, Matt Jackson saying so long. And thank you for listening to the Good News Project. Tell me something good. You've been listening to the Good News Project podcast with Matt Jackson. To reach out to Matt with feedback, topic suggestions, and prayer requests, email goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com.